welcome to You Lost Me at Namaste, where we discuss all things wellness, well-being, and spirituality at the real world 101 level. I'm well-being alchemist and your host, Michelle Schoenfeld, and I am so thrilled today for this show. I have the opportunity and the pleasure to interview one of my favorite guests from over the past two years, and that is Gabe of Gabe Yoga. So welcome, Gabe, to You Lost Me at Namaste. Thank you so much. And I am also so excited to be back on your show. Lost at Nam- you Lost Me at Namaste is definitely one of my favorite titles of a show. And I love listening and seeing all the various guests. So I'm super excited to be back on your show here and share what we can today. Thank you. Thank you. So... The first couple times that you were on the show, we talked about yin yoga and yoga for wellness and just some really great pearls of wisdom on how to live life, how to live like a happy, healthy life. And you shared some of your story. So I will say up front, I encourage anybody who's interested after listening today to go back and listen to the two shows we already did. But can you fill us in? So I know you are now in Thailand. You've been there throughout the last couple of years for sure. Can you fill us in on what you've been doing a little bit the last since we last spoke? Yes. So since we last spoke, I continue to do my work traveling and sharing yoga and meeting people in various countries. But once COVID happened, I found myself very lucky to be in Thailand. And I've been here sharing my work digitally. So people can, if they're interested, they can go to Gabe Yoga. And they can see what we've done with Zoom, whether trying to create online Zoom retreats or online Zoom yoga classes. And I actually also opened a yoga studio in the beach of Thailand during this period. And I've had a chance to kind of share my yoga with locals. Wonderful. And so it's been a very gratifying experience, even though we've been locked down ever since. It's you're locked down, but locked down in a form of paradise, so to speak. <laughs> Correct. I must admit that I, exactly, exactly. And I encourage everyone when it's open to come see what the paradise is like, as much as I encourage them to make sure they try to stop over where you're broadcasting from <laughs> on the beaches of Bodrum. Yes. Yeah, so Gabe and I met about two, two and a half years ago at the Life Co, which is a world-class detox and wellness center in Bodrum, Turkey. That's nothing new to my listeners, of course, but we were both there teaching retreats at the Life Co. And so our paths crossed for a couple of weeks, actually, in Bodrum, Turkey. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And I went yeah. Back to Washington, it was wonderful. DC. And you went on, I think you're heading either to Italy or the south of France <laughs> from there. Correct. I went to the south of France and I would have been there again if it wasn't for COVID. Yes. Yes. I know. I, I had a heal your life retreat and a, um, a beach pray love retreat <laughs> that was canceled as well. But hopefully let's see 2022 we'll be looking up for us all. But so back to what we're doing here today. I, you know, I've been following you online. I love what you're doing and both of us, you and I have done several detoxes in our life over the years, whether it's, um, you know, intermittent fasting or it's juice cleanses or the master cleanses. And you have shared with me that you do a water fast. And that is something that I've never done before. There's so many health benefits to a water fast. 
So I wanted you to come on today and share with us what a water fast is exactly and your experience because you just completed a 10-day water fast, correct? Correct, exactly. And it's very interesting that we mentioned that we met at the Life Scope because technically Life Scope really pushed me to push my limits to do a pure water cleanse based on all the talks I've had with Dr. Thomas Lodi, who is a very huge proponent on doing water fasts for cancer patients and everyday people. I've known about water fasts since I started doing yoga. And when I talked about my water fast on my podcast, I focused on all, on, a lot on how, for me, a fast, a detox, is about challenging the spirit rather than just helping fix the body, which we see in the detox centers that the life goal is a huge part of that organization. And they do a wonderful job educating people on the health benefits, the weight loss benefits, and such that doing a detox will offer. When Dr. Lodi was really pushing this idea of 10 days only water as the highest realm of health, then I, it kind of tricked my awareness because I knew about it. I do detoxes uh, fast every year, but I've always shied away from just pure water. And even that first year, which was about four years ago when I first met the life coach team, I was like, okay, you know what? I, I do fast. Let's go for just water. And it's tough doing one day stuff, I'm doing sure. three days of stuff. And, and yes, I must tell the listeners that I didn't just jump in and do a 10 days out of scratch. I did a 24-hour water fast when I did my cleanse with the Life Coast program four years ago. So I chose to do one day and then jumped on juices. And then the next year when I was visiting Life Coast again and did another detox, I started and did three days. And then the time after, I did five days. And in fact, when I met you at the Life Coast and I was, I just finished doing five days and I was about to start doing the juices. And five days was usually my kind of my limit. It kind of gets boring because that is a water cleanse is as it sounds. There's not much more fanfare about it. Just drink water, nothing else. So um, and, when you're doing this, and we're going to go into how to do it later, but when you do it, are you taking any supplements, any electrolytes, any uh, protein? Are you taking any kind of oral supplement? If you are in a detox center like the LifeCo, then they would give you the probiotics and other vitamins that are part of their programs and also in their, in their, in their cupboards. So they have a <laughs> plethora of it. They also will give you a shot of water with Himalayan salt. But I was at home. I mean, I'm in Thailand. And the amount of other resources of those things is not available. And if it is available, you have to kind of buy it off the internet. And, and so it's more of a process compared to just saying, you know what, I'm going to do my fast. I'm going to just drink water. If I think back to a thousand years ago of the yogis in India, they just drank water. Right. They didn't have electrolytes and they didn't have. So I kind of like the rustic approach to detoxes if I'm at home. If I go to a center like the Life Code, then by far, 
I will, I will take advantage of the fact that they have other probiotics, electrolytes, right. and I might use them. And I believe that it's Dr. Lodi kind of proponents and does offer and give his clients some of those items. But we have to talk about my experience here in Thailand, which was, I'm just going to drink um, water from my filtration system. So I have a water filtration system and I was just drinking that water. Well, I will say before we go any further, um, let me just say that for our listeners that we are not medical professionals. We both have been in wellness for 20 years, but anytime that you hear things like what we're talking about on our podcast, always consult your medical professional and do your research before you try something for yourself. And it's just very important to do your research. So take what we're giving you today with, for information purposes, for entertainment purposes, for self-enrichment purposes. But if you're looking for um, anything medical, please consult your physician because every case and everybody is different. So that's- Exactly. That. I, wanna, I wanna push that over even yes. more so. You're right. Like, and that's why I'm giving the listeners the awareness that look, even I built it over phases over four years. So it wasn't that I just kind of listened to a show and said, great, I'm going to do it. And each person is going to be different. And notice how I keep repeating doctor's names yeah. so that <laughs> you know that if you need a validation, you know where that doctor comes from. You and I both have professional as well as personal. And we're bringing to the listener the information from a personal side as well as a professional side. Exactly. So I'm grateful that you said that. Thank you. I'll tell you, coming off of 10 days, like, I wish the listeners could see you. First of all, he's a very attractive man um, in great shape. Obviously, he's a yogi. I've known him for two and a half years now. His eyes are sparkling like I have not seen before. And I would think coming off of 10 days that you might look tired or drained or withdrawn. And he just, his face is radiating. But really, his eyes are so alert and sparkling. And that just leads me into sharing that one of the benefits I've heard of water fasting is increased brain function and clarity. Um, in fact, studies have linked impressive health benefits to this, not only just detoxing your organs, but lowering the risk of cancer, lowering inflammation. It helps with heart disease, diabetes, as far as like regulating blood sugar, but really better brain function. And there's studies that show this. And so people don't Egg. think that. They're like, wait, if you don't have water, you're not getting protein. You're not getting your electrolytes. You're not getting, it's like, no, no, no. We're not talking long-term the rest of your life. Although people do do this up to 30 days sometimes, but you did a 10 day body reset, water cleanse, <laughs> water detox. And it's amazing how great you look. Thank you. Exactly. And I'm group. Yeah. Correct. And, <laughs> and we should say that if we go down to the nitty gritty now of the experience during. So the body is used to eating. We have mental as well as physical needs that we are going to combat throughout that period. And yes, in a 10 day period, I will be honest to the listener. There are days where you are feeling lethargic, which is why many people go to detox centers to do their detox. Yes. You're going to feel lethargic in a juice detox in any time that you're going to try to minimize the amount of calories that you eat. So you're going to have that experience during that period where you're feeling less. But the intention here is to talk about what you said, the end result of what happens to you when you are 
rising above the dilemma of your mental and physical body, which is why I think of this as a yoga practice. And I love this quote I found from Rumi, who said that when you fast, you allow yourself to experience the strength of the spirit that lies within. And so, yes, you're going to have these dilemmas. You're going to feel weak in the first day and maybe even in the first three days or five days. And you're going to question yourself. You're going to have your mind giving you all these things because you're suffering, quote unquote. But if you allow it, you're going to discover that you feel so much better afterwards, even though the process is a little tricky. And that's where health, you know, being healthy is a choice and it's a challenge. Unless you've done it regularly from the day you were born and you've never had any excess sugars in your body and you've never had any disease. But most of us, even just the toxicity in the air means that we're not functioning at our utmost. And so to take a moment and to kind of reset and to suffer through the reset point of view, even if it's just 24 hours, has a tremendous value. And I encourage everyone... Go ahead. I encourage everyone to at least do a 24-hour reset, which is, again, something that we experience in any modality from the past, whether you want to call it religious or spiritual. They all talk about that amazing power that it has for the mental. And you'd be shocked at how physically different you feel when you do a 24-hour reset. It is interesting how just one day, and I don't feel like you get that same feeling if you do just like a one day say juice cleanse or something it's not the same a one day water is very different than doing a one day juice cleanse because your body still is digesting when you're putting in the sugars or the you know the food from the juice um it's interesting that you said even short because a lot of detoxes regular detoxes like you know a juice or a master would they include the water fast um, you get even more results because your body truly stops digesting. And when it truly stops digesting, then it can focus more on cellular repair. It puts all its energy right in cellular repair. Um, I was reading it promotes, is it say auto, autophagy, autophagy, autophagy. It's like the process. Autophagy. Yes. Thank you. Um, the process where your body breaks down potentially dangerous parts of the cells and so it really helps repair your cells and it helps with cell turnover, even just one day of doing exactly, exactly. water fast, which is amazing. And for men, I thought this was great. Um, I read another study that said in two days, just two days of a water fast, five times more HGH production, human growth hormone, five times Correct. just in two days of water fasting. And that's so good, right? For our hormones, for our rejuvenation, for vitality, and of course, men's health. But for women as well, it's just so great for um, turning back the clock of time a little bit, to be honest. You're right. And, and I try to continue every year to talk to people about the fact that eating less and taking the time to have these resets is going to help your longevity. And so you're right, like if you don't really want to live longer, then this podcast is just an entertainment for you. <laughs> but if you are seeking the sense of how do I improve my well-being? 
how do I improve my feeling of not looking so old? You know, as you said, I get a lot of people ask me, it's like, well, how old are you? And they're shocked at my age. And now that I'm older and I sometimes see people who are my age and I'm shocked in terms of, but I don't look like that. And how come there's such a big difference? Yes. Obviously, I go back to what I said to myself when I was 19. And we've talked about that in the other shows where, well, I do yoga because it gave me an idea at 19 that I might age differently. <laughs> and so I don't worry so much if I can do this pose or that pose, but I do worry if I can keep doing my yoga practice, breathing, moving, and thinking of eating differently. That's what I think of yoga. Yeah. Before we only spoke just on the body movements, but today with the water detox, I add that to be a yoga person also means that you're thinking about how you're eating. Right. And I'm not trying to be a Jehovah witness about what to eat. I mean, I'm a flexitarian. I tell people I'm a flexitarian, but I'm aware that I enjoy life, but I'm also going to have to take moments to clarify. And then when I see the science, like when rats don't eat, they live longer then all of a sudden, it's like, wow, all those years that I didn't eat for this 10-day period a couple of times a year, they also helped me to look younger. Even at the time, I was just thinking of, of them as I'm going to have a mental clarity. I'm going to connect to my spirit better. I get to do my yoga better. But now that I'm approaching 50, I look at what you just said also. It's like, yes, you do these TikToks, you're going to look younger. You know, and then you can go and eat what you want and then come back and do another detox in another six months. Like you change oil in your car, change the oil in your body, not just once a year when you're at 90 and hoping that now I'm going to get back to feeling like I'm 60. Right. But you will. So if you're 90, still do it. Hey. Oh my I'm gosh, so yes. The founder of the Life Co, Airson, right? That's how he started it. You know, he was going down Correct. the road of, you know, not taking, you know, he said his probiotic was whiskey. <laughs> Correct. You know, and he felt good to be honest. You know, if he looks back, he said, I thought I was feeling good. I just didn't realize how much better I could feel. Yes. And let alone now that he's 75 and he looks Are back. Are you serious? Says, Stop it. Oh my gosh. He yeah, looks he's approaching 75. Okay. He looks at least 15 years younger. And anybody who's interested, um, Erson Pamuk-Suzer, the founder of the Life Co., I did a complete interview, very detailed kind of expose interview with him. Um, he is a global wellness entrepreneur, and you can go back and listen to that. I believe it's an episode or in season two, but really fantastic. I had no idea. He looks so much younger. Wow. That's inspiring. Right. I will say that I did have um, a few friends when I really got into this full time after my cancer journey. And again, before that, I was not paying attention. I was always a healthy eater, but I didn't necessarily pay attention to alkaline versus not alkaline. I didn't really pay attention to like, I didn't eat a lot of processed food, but I was lazy. I was a lazy American who thought I was healthy, <laughs> if that makes sense. I thought I was healthy. Yes, no, I totally understand what you mean. Now that I know what really healthy is, it's different. And so when I started down this journey, um, for me, the healthy, healthy, maybe six years ago, people started saying, what are you, Benjamin Button? Like, how come you look younger and younger every time I see you? And it was so gratifying. Now, of course, I've been a little lazy again coming from COVID. Nothing like I was. I am vegan. You know, I don't drink a ton. I don't eat a ton of sugar. But 
I've been a little bit lazy and I can see it. I can see it in my belly. I can see it in my skin, but I really see it in my face. And I feel like when you're doing the water cleanses or the juice cleanses, eating really clean, when you come off the cleanses, your skin just glows. It's a different, it's just exactly, exactly. Because your cells, but it's important to say skin is healthy. Like I'm looking at you right now, honestly, the minute I'm done filming my show next week, I'm going right into a cleanse and I'm going to add at least yes. one day of water fast. We'll see if I can make it to three. We'll see, but I'm definitely going to commit to doing Perfect. a one day water fast with my juice cleanse. Perfect. I mean, if that, if that is someone that takes from this show, from your story, that would be amazing because the idea here is yes, I do it once a year. In fact, I do more, but as you just said, you come from a period, regardless of what it was, maybe it was vacation, maybe it was partying with your friends, who cares what it was, but we know that we're not feeling as well as we can. Forget that we age so we don't feel as well as we can. And all you need is a quick reset. And it's proven now, as you just said, from the science and all the research you just gave us, it's proven from ancient people from history and religions all the way up until now. And the only person who will then know for a fact is the person who does it. And as you know already, and if you've never done it, but if you just take it through the 24 hours, I know that you're going to wake up after the 24 hours and you're going to look in the mirror and you're going to look different. You're going to feel different regardless of what you suffer through that 24 hours. And then that might inspire you to do the next month, maybe three days. And suddenly you did twice a one day and a three days and a twice in one year. And you come back a year later, you know, you can do three and then you might do three and five. And then, and then you start having it as a regular part of your life so that you age as best as you can be, regardless of, oh, I can get Botox and I can get all these other chemicals in my body where you could just not have chemicals in your body and experience the same benefit. <laughs> do some face yoga. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so right when you have a cleanse and you're wondering what should I do, I'm I'm so used to eating, it's a habitual pattern. Then you start doing this face yoga and you start focusing on breathing when you're feeling like I have to eat something. And before you know it, the 24 hours is finished and you'll even shock yourself when you realize, wow, I could do another 24 hours. I love that. That's really great. <laughs> so um for people who are listening, who might want to try this, I would say for me, because, uh, you know, I've done the juice cleanses and I love the juice cleanse is that I will probably do a juice cleanse and then do the last day or two of the water fast, because yes. I feel like then my, I'm already used to psychologically not eating, not chewing. My stomach's got used to not having solid food that then, because I feel like by the end of a water, I'm mean, a juice cleanse. It's so easy that sometimes I don't even do all the juices because I'm just not hungry for them. And I just drink more water anyway. So yes. um, what it- That is a huge, that is a, that is a powerful, if you're gonna go for two days and you can start with juice and then water, if you're going for more days, I agree with you 100% that doing the juice will be a huge, great support to then having only water at the end. Because your brain, your body is already used to the less of amount of calories that you were used to eating. And then the shift to only having water will be very smooth in your system before you then choose to come back into the, your lifestyle again. 
So when you just started your 10 day water cleanse, did you do anything to prepare for it or did you just jump right in? <laughs> yeah. So again, so we'll have to remind the listeners that I'm a unique situation just because I've been doing cleanses since I'm 20 as part of my yoga practice. So every year I do 10 days and in the last 10 years, I do it twice a year. And so I can jump right in, but I did plan on trying to start in June and the beginning of June, but it didn't work out because friends are traveling and I had to kind of attend certain events with them. But I did spend the last five days because I knew that I tried to start. So I had those 15 days in my head that I'm going to do the water and I knew I was only doing water. And so I kind of started just eating less and focusing more on eating whole foods rather than the breads and such. And yes, in Thailand, it can be easier, some people think, but I had to make a conscious choice not to buy food from the restaurants, try not to cook my food too much so that I kind of tapered myself in a more organic, raw way up to my 10, day, up to my 10 days. And then, and then on the 15th, I woke up in the morning and I knew that, well, I, I made the decision the night before, but I knew I was starting on the 15th and... And to the listeners, I went seven days of just water, plain, plain water. But then on the day seven, it was also the solstice. I kind of felt proud of myself for making seven days. And I read and I was like, well, coconut water isn't that bad. So then <laughs> I went and had one coconut water. And then, and then I also read that, well, you know, you can, you're still drinking water if it's a broth. So then I was like, okay, I'll just make a broth. A veggie broth? Because... Yeah, because sadly, water is boring after seven days. And, um, and, I, and I really didn't want to have a juice. I didn't want to involve the juice and the sugars from either vegetables or fruits. So I stayed form to that. But, but it was funny because the three days of, the, of adding the broth, I discovered for myself that the sodium actually made me retain water. And on day seven, when I thought, yay, I lost seven pounds, on day 10, I had extra two pounds on top of what I lost. <laughs> so it's kind of funny to have a way to think, well, I gained two kilos, even though I only drank water. You just re were um, retaining it because of the salt. But it was the retaining of the water, exactly. Yeah. And it's so then I learned, so right here's now. the, yeah. it's really hot and I live in Thailand, so it's even hotter. And I'm sure not because of what I read in global warming. So maybe it's all of a sudden temperate for me compared to others. But it was a good lesson. So again, here I'll going honest and telling listeners that there's a value in personal experience while checking in with your doctor. That I learned something new for myself after all these years doing a detox. That if you're doing only water, then when you're mixing a, a broth and maybe there's a high sodium, then, then that could affect you, and it yes. did, and and now I know, and I'm gonna next time. It's gonna, I'm gonna make sure that I pay attention to it. I do um, a vegetable broth. I don't add any salt, of course, to it, and it's delicious. Um, I get it from the vegetables that I boil, you know, low temperature boil. But I will say, what I love about you doing this is that you, this is a, a do-it-yourself fast, right? This is a do-it-yourself cleanse. And it is so important. Not everybody can fly around the world and go to detox centers. You can do, obviously, Correct. a water detox, a water fast cleanse, whatever we want to call it, at home. 
you can do the juice cleanse at home. You don't have to buy fancy juices. You can do it yourself. But this broth, I think, really, really helps get you through. And I did do a podcast earlier in the season on a do-it-yourself juice cleanse from home, exactly how to do it. And I included the recipe in the show notes on how to make the veggie broth that is good for you, anti-inflammatory, a little more alkaline, and has obviously no salt or anything in it. Because, and you don't want to eat the vegetables, tea, right? You don't want to ever eat the vegetables, no matter how right. tempting, because we're not chewing. We don't want to produce that enzyme. We're just drinking the broth. And then you can add. You can right. add turmeric, your sage, your like any kind of spice, little chili pepper, anything that you like to make it more zesty and flavorful that you want ginger, garlic, you can add that into the broth that helps. Yes. And, inflammation. and to play on what you said, exactly. I think a reason I was excited to do this show is to help people realize that you don't have to go spend a lot of money and go to other centers. You can do it at home. And yes, so now I'm going to add this part. Now, I was lazy. I'm going to be honest to the listener. I was lazy and I was aware that I might get tricked out if I made a broth with veggies. So I might <laughs> get tempted to eat them. And I saw I at the store a veggie bouillon. Correct. Oh, but I mean, I so I'm, I just, we'll just make it fun. So I saw veggie bouillons. And remember, I just had a coconut that morning and my brain was playing with me. And I was like, oh, it's a bouillon and I'm not making. And so... So I bought the bouillon, but correct, neither in the future. And I forgot that the bouillon will have so much sodium, which then I realized only on day 10 when I saw the extra two kilos. And then I made the connection. Oh, that laziness of mine, not making a pure, clean, much better digested <laughs> um, veggie broth Some cost me. <laughs> yeah. and, and so, but then yeah, you're still like that, that playfulness of being able to do it at home and learn. And that's what we're giving the listeners. I so love now they don't have to go so through what I do. Know, Gabe, I love your honesty. Um, because I'm thinking in my mind, it's like, okay, I have to remind the listeners that if you buy coconut water, make sure it's organic, 100% pure, not from concentrate. Just like if you're buying almond milk or anything, sometimes there's so many additives, right? So make sure it's clean. But I think, oh, Gabe doesn't have to worry. He's in Thailand. He's probably cutting off the top. Right, of right drinking it yeah exactly I, I had a coconut exactly like like the, the coffee shops here you just get a coconut so i was like oh i'll drink the coconut one coconut right so it's which as is pure and as clean it can be and then you go ahead and add the bouillon and i love your honesty in that because i totally do that kind of stuff like i'm so healthy i'm vegan i'm buying everything fresh and organic and then i'm sitting at night eating oreos watching netflix Right, exactly. You know, like Oreos are vegan, just like French fries. Like those are the junk food of vegans everywhere, you know? But it's like, oh, this is every, this is, there's nothing natural. How can you have an, or like, anyway. So I'm being honest. We have to like live our life. Everything's about balance. But when it Correct, comes, exactly. Yes. But when it comes time to, you know, cleaning up. And the reason we're sharing this with you guys, by the way, all of you listeners out there, is that just do the best that you can. It doesn't have to be perfect. Every little bit of effort makes a difference. You know, if you can do exactly. one, great. If you can do three, amazing. If you like halfway to the second day, you know, somebody calls you and you have really amazing plans and you don't want to miss out the experience, live your life, you know, live your life. You know, it's, it's exactly. so important to live in balance. Um, but you know, just we're all doing the best we can, so. That's what we want to get across to you is that every little bit. And it's makes 365 it. days a year. There's 365. 
and 29 meals. And you can, I mean, if it didn't happen this year, now you've listened, it's something that you can use for you. Even at 90, you would be surprised at the benefits you get from just doing a one-day cleanse. Absolutely. And while you might think, I wish I did it earlier, right. Right. Exactly. You you know, think about what the 21 meals you're having. If, you know, you swap out three of those for water, not so bad, considering the health benefits. Exactly. So let me ask you, after doing, you know, the water cleanse for 10 days, what did you experience as far as like the just what do you experience as far as like the benefits? Like, how do you feel about yourself now with it behind you? So that's why I gave that roomy quote. I, I found it so pivotal because every time I do a plan, there is the sense of strength in the spirit because you actually are able to get through the fact that it's challenging not to eat, especially when you're at home and the environment around you are people that do eat. So there's that. There's a nice little sense of accomplishment. And so it, it gives you strength, a strength of spirit. There's a lightness in the body. There's a, there's a distinct lightness feeling. Again, I may have gained two kilos, but the overall feeling of my step is a lot lighter. Um, the clarity really of mind. Kilos. Like you did lose seven, you said, right? Correct, you lost exactly. seven. And right, then, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I got some water, but, right. right. So I like to play that because people have this aspect with the numbers So we're giving them this number so that they can kind of have as a joke, but then take a different idea. Look, forget the weight number. Who cares what's on the scale? How did you feel? Like I walk around and I feel like I'm walking on air. Like my body feels softer and lighter. Um, Your eyes are so bright. I know I keep saying that, but do you feel different? Like, do you feel like you look bright? No, so that's the problem with with our own face. We can never see our own face, right? And, and I have now this beard that I don't usually have. And so I'm dealing with whether or not it actually is looking fine or not, but I'm growing <laughs> it. And so I don't see myself, but I, but I know that my, my face feels younger when I see in the mirror, you know, like it doesn't have that same lethargic that I think I had before, before that from the months that I kind of just kind of let myself enjoy the winter and eat what I ate and kind of dealt with, the environment of my COVID at home and maybe I was kind of enjoying large meals since I was cooking them but then you eat it all so that's overeating and so um and so 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 now at the end of it I can feel how that was lessened and and I have a better point of view on how I'm looking at the way I'm going to eat for the next couple of more months and I'm aware that I'm going to kind of add and kind of not sustain it for the long term that's not I'm not a Jehovah Witness. I enjoy the thing, but I enjoy the fact that every time I do this detox, it kind of gives me a better view. And then I have a few months that it kind of goes in a better way and I don't kind of completely fall off, right? So I keep my car kind of fueled, but I like taking it off for drives on the beach and I like taking it out into like a fast drive. Right. And then I got to take it to the shop, clean the oils, get some things (laughs) back and then she's fresh again. Would you repeat the Rumi quote for us again? Yes. When you do a fast, you experience the strength of the spirit that lies within. I love that. When you fast, right? It's only when you actually take yourself. When you fast, you experience the strength 
of the spirit that lies within. Beautiful. I love, I love Rumi and I, it applies so much to life. You know, my favorite one is similar. It was, I'm not this hair. I'm not this skin. I'm the soul that lives within, right? Exactly. That was a really important right. one for me when I was going through my journey of like kind of getting rid of the ego and the external appearance and like, who am I really? Like, who is Michelle Schoenfeld? Right. Not to the outside world, but to me, to the, my higher self, to the, the universe, like, who am I really? And um, yeah, so I love, they're, they're very similar. And I mean, of course it's Rumi, it was amazing, you know, but it's a very similar kind of the spirit, you know, and quieting down. And when you're fasting, letting your mind, yeah, I love it, beautiful. And I want to talk about that part. That's the one thing I didn't, I mentioned all this physical and external aspects, maybe a little bit internal about the self affirmation, but even that I think is a little bit external and the egocentric, but it gives us a fuel. But it is that thing you just mentioned that there's no way to put it into words and whatever words I have for it, someone else will disagree with them. But when you do a fast, when you do attend, especially a water fast, the awareness that there is this essence that is living within you and whether you're going to connect outside that's i'm going to leave it onto the listener to discover but on the inside every person who goes through this experiences that there's something deep in them and then you have your own words on how you want to phrase it and if you do have words like if you have a religion and you kind of are your the words of your religion are just going to be validated for you yes um and so that is in there's just no that's a price list you can't even put a price to that experience that you're going to gain when you go through a water cleanse which i think is which i think is unique to water compared to juice cleanses i yeah. think in a juice cleanse you'll get to that same place but it's just it's just, just a lot longer like that, that side of the past will be right. longer to see compared to when it's when it's just water there's something about the sweetness that you gain from juices that satisfies that spirit and allows to maybe not have to go yeah. deep into that same realm right it's more like if you go into the deep realm if you try to drink a juice it's more um intentional like you're doing your meditation yes. and your yogas and you're really trying to tap into that versus it just Correct. coming organically yes exactly that would be a great way to say it. when you do just water it it just kind of pops out because because wow. of because yeah. there's no satisfaction i hate to say it now, and then you discover that the satisfaction is inside right which is the key to everything right that self-love that alignment yes. with your true self like every podcast i feel like i talk about true happiness comes from alignment with yourself like alignment with your true self because when you're yes. in alignment it's and you're in that balance it's just easy to love and to be loved and to be forgiving and to be open and joyful and you know just be to just like be exactly you know exactly. um so to go back we just mentioned the juice cleanse to compare it so again since i do a lot of juice cleanses i say a lot probably three times a year um the ones that i do is it starts first thing in the morning like you know whenever you wake up with one particular that has ginger, the apple cider vinegar, the garlic, the lemon, water. Then it's just green juice, no vegetable, I mean, no fruit, all vegetables. It's like 
o'clock, right? Three o'clock, six o'clock, eight o'clock, right. regimented. So I know I'm looking forward. I have an hour and a half. I have 20 more minutes. I have 10 more minutes until my next juice. And it's all lined up. And I also know that sometimes I'm not great at drinking enough water. And so one of the things that worked for me is I recycle jars and I fill them all with water and put them in my fridge. So I know today you have to have at least six of those jars. So that's just when I'm being bad, of course. Like when I need, I know I need extra help with my water intake. Is there anything you do to set up for this to make sure that you're drinking enough water or to make it structured? Or if maybe you don't, but maybe you know there's tips that would help people. Can you share on that? That is the best tip. The regimentation is the best tip to, to maybe have a timer on your watch for once an hour or once an hour and a half, like you just mentioned. That is the best tip for success, yes. Um, I, again, so we have to differentiate Gabe, the, this person that's talking, compared to if I was talking to a Gabriel, client. a client. Yeah. <laughs> um, Gabe that is talking, I've been doing it, like I said, every year. And so I go by the sheet of my pants. You know, I know that I'm going to drink a glass of water every hour. And maybe I got lost in my book. And maybe it was an hour and a half. And then I'm going to go drink my water. When it came to just water, I also found that drinking hot water, sipping on hot water was very helpful. So that's a tip for anyone. You should that's a great sip one. on hot water. That's I do a tip that from too. Asia. Like tip, sipping on hot water is just more hydrating to the body for whatever reasons. And it's also proven scientifically. There's something about how sipping on the hot water allows the cells to take water so you're just more hydrated. But I leave a, a I definitely, picture of water on my windowsill. Again, I'm in Bodrum, Turkey, so it gets hot and it's easy to do that. But I leave a pitcher of water on my windowsill and I use that. And so it's nice and warm. And I just drink that nice warm water all day long. I never keep, I shouldn't say never. I do have water in the refrigerator if I have guests or maybe I'm just want a little refreshment. But in general, I only drink room temperature water and then I'll augment it with a, a hot water. You know, so it's interesting you said it is so much better for digestion and for your system and for your cells. And then here, I because it's Thailand and we cannot drink the tap water, the water filtration system I have is an external kind of like a, a five-gallon thing that you fill on the top and it filters down into a container. And then I can just have water all day. And so it stares at me in the face in my living room and kitchen. And so every time I walk anywhere in my house, I got to see my water. And so I would drink a glass of water. And then I've discovered that for me, um, by 637, um, if I overdrink water, then I end up waking up too many times at night. So I learned that during the regimentations of hour and a half to the lifeboat, that the last drink in water, because they give you a water and a juice, and pills at nine o'clock and over the years i just realized that if i stop at 7 30 and drink if i need to drink something that i just wake up less at night yeah. but those are those are things that the listener will be more conscious of if they go for 10 days yes. they're not going to really notice that much in the first three days in comparison to the other stuff that's going to go it. through them and i'm just going to clarify what you said about the life co-giving pills because that always sounds funny People are like, oh, see, it's not natural. They're doing something to augment oh. your metabolism. It's like, no, 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 no. The pills are spirulina, chlorella, yes, um, yes. 
uh, probiotic. Like it's not <laughs> good for you. They're all very good for you. Trust me. If all I could have access to them easily, yeah. I would add them. But but I'll be honest. You know, I'm in Thailand, and and to get access to all of those things, and to have them in the fridge, and to have them in the cupboard, to have for the whole span of a whole year, or when I want to have them. Going back to the listener. Yes. Do it at home. Start easy. If I can, if I have the options, and I've been very lucky. To go to places, then thank you very much that those environments can offer those. Wonderful. I highly recommend probiotics, but I, but in countries like Europe and in America, I think that the live probiotics, which are a lot better, is a lot easier access. And so, but you've given your listeners a variety of tips in other shows. That's why I'm not really mentioning yeah, too much about it. I get very excited about kombucha. Like I, you know was not on the kombucha train like bandwagon early but it kombucha is such a great way if it's heirloom kombucha real life cultures not of course when you're doing the water fast but in general if you are traveling to get some nice probiotic in your system um i my favorite tip of the summer 2021 <laughs> is when you're out a lot of bars and cafes and uh, restaurants now serve kombucha so i just ask for kombucha in a wine glass and put some ice in it, and that is my drink instead of going for the wine or the cocktail. That's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. I should. Um, I should. It really uh, makes yeah, a difference. You feel like bar. you're having. You should. It. You feel like you're having a real cocktail. Now, kombucha, all kombucha, doesn't matter where you buy it. If it's homemade or if it's Whole Foods or the fanciest, you know, restaurant, it all has a little caffeine and a little alcohol because it's fermented. Correct. So just keep that in mind as well. So you mentioned, you know, maybe you're reading your book and you miss, you know, your water for that hour. Can you share with us what you're reading or is there something good that you could recommend for the listeners who are looking for a good summer read? Yeah, you know, I, I, I found myself completely taken by a man named Con Eagleden who wrote, he's got a lot of books now, but what, what happened for me about a month ago is that I, I live in a town that has a coffee shop and it's kind of like a library that tons of books and, and it's just novels, you know, like John Grisham and other novels. So I, I kind of swap, I read a book and I swap. And so one of the books I swapped was Con Eagleden, um, The Gates of Rome. And I didn't even know what it was going to be about. It just happened to be one of the books I picked out from the wall. And lo and behold, it was the very first book that he wrote on the Syrian Roman Caesar. And it starts when Julius Caesar is a little boy and his friend who then ends up killing him. I didn't even realize they had. So over a course of five books, he outlays the life of Julius Caesar. I must admit, I learned so much and I was able to, like James Mishner, he reminded me of James Mishner, a historical author that puts history in the context of day-to-day -day people's lives. And I, I got to read, I got to see Cleopatra in a whole different eye. I saw the region of Rome and the relationship between the Roman Empire and, and how their armies were fighting and the mentality of certain people. And so I read all five books within, I think, a, such a short period. And I think I finished the Roman series during my water cleanse. But then he has a Genghis Khan 
series. So I'm about to finish the Genghis Khan series. So I read eight books in the last month, wow. all by Khan Eagledon, on these wow. two historical figures, Roman Julius Caesar and Genghis Khan. And he's very approachable, and it's, it's not a history book, but yet it is history. And I highly recommend it if you're looking for a fun read that takes you back in time. Well, I will, um, I'll put that, I'll research that and put it in the show notes for anybody who wants to check these books out. I'll put it in the show notes. I like how you said it gave you a different view of Cleopatra. This whole trend, this whole, like, I don't know if it's a genre, but trend in fiction of female writers writing Greek mythology from the perspective of the women from the goddesses. Everything mm. else we've read and been told is usually from the perspective of the men. Correct. So like Cersei, Correct. the whole book of Cersei, of her, what her life was like. And the whole yes, perspective yes. from what her life was like. And it's so fascinating. I love when you see something through a different lens, because of course, none of us really know. So when you can see it Correct. through another lens, it's really fascinating. Um, so I'll put a link in the show notes to what you just talked about. And I actually have not really read much great this summer i've been outside a lot but i i really need to get reading but one of my favorites um for easy and is siddhartha is i don't know the yes. last time you read yes. it but i hadn't read it in about 10 years and i read it again and i just forgot how much i loved siddhartha and i think it's it's translated there's a million different translations of it of course but as you grow in life, as you grow in your spiritual awakening and your ascension, you will continue to get different things each time you read it. Like more and more will kind of be on your radar or make sense in a different way. Every Correct. Time you read no, I highly, I highly agree with you. I mean, I've read it three times and you're right. Now that you mentioned it, it's funny. I just talked about it with a friend of mine earlier today. Wow. Um, and, you know, I live in Thailand, and so the Buddha is just a big figure. And because of the fact that part of my Thai massage, and I do a lot of lectures, and when I teach yoga and Thai massage, stories of the Buddha are always part of my teaching. But you made me think of it again. But your words also made me think of another cool book that's accessible and should be read throughout ages. And every time you read it, you gain a new perspective. It's The Little Prince. I think you, I have it here. I bought it and brought it with me to Turkey because you mentioned that a while ago. And I had, yes, I, I mentioned I'm it. I'm so excited one. you reminded me because I brought it. The Little Prince. Awesome. For sure. Yeah. And the first time you're on the show, you talked about how jitterbug perfume changed your life. <laughs> so I Correct. love talking exactly. about books with you. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I'm glad we had a chance to talk about books and now we brought a variety of different topics for the listener that they can explore throughout their summer. And if they pick any one of those three, they'll have an amazing experience reading and diving right into it. That will also take them and give them something. Even I was shocked, even the Con Ingledon, even, even just one book of Julius Caesar. There's something about you, you, you take from it and it, it, it touches you because of the way that he talked about mindset and the way that he was able to kind of look at how people were thinking back then, and you then end up kind of having views for yourself about your day-to-day -day life. And so you're really going to take something that's different than if I told you to read a John Grisham book. Not exactly. that he's not a great author, and I've read three books from him already. Yeah, I mean, that's fun for sure. Um, but, you know, it does tie back into the water fasting 
is that because your mind is clear, because you're connecting with your higher self and your spiritual self in a different way, it really is nice to read versus watching TV or movies or being on social media because your mind is so powerful, right? Like if you ever watch a very rarely does a movie meets your expectations. If, it, if you read the book, like if you read the book and it was one of your favorites, very rarely can the movie ever meet your expectations because your Correct. mind is so powerful. So doing the water fasting and trying to limit any kind of like screen time and really read. Wow. It must be mind blowing. Your mind is like crazy. Do you dream more? I meant to ask you that. Do you dream more by chance? You know, I, I mean, yeah, I think less. I do, but I'm, I'm again, to be honest, like, I mean, I should do reading. I'm aware that I dream, but then, then when I wake up, I'm aware of those, but I don't keep them. So I can't talk yeah. about them, Yeah, yeah. but I do dream. And, and, um, and at this time around, you know, I'll be honest, like this time around, I found that my sleep was even deeper and I was, I personally, so again, I'm 47. I, I practice every day. Uh, my body has whatever it has. And so I've never had any overly difficult things, but I've been dealing with something that I was not understanding exactly what happened to my hip. And this time around, it, my hip is even a whole lot better. And I did a cleanse almost a year ago. And again, the cleanse really helped deal with the tension I was feeling in my hip. Yeah. Once again, validating that there's other things that are going to improve in your body. Right. That there's no way for anyone to say unless you try it. Oh my gosh. And Improving sleep. So a lot of times when you do a detox, um, just for listeners who haven't done it, is that in the beginning, it can disrupt your sleep a little bit because your body is purging the toxins. It's not used to the sugar or no caffeine or no alcohol or whatever it's normally used to. And then you start sleeping really well, but you might find that you need even less sleep because your body just doesn't need as much sleep. Um, I also did a podcast on Annie Grace's book, The Alcohol Experiment, which is fantastic. It's challenging yourself to a 30-day um, kind of like diary support kind of thing of not doing alcohol. You kind of figure out what your relationship is with alcohol. And it's very interesting. It's a lot of fun. It's not like you're an alcoholic. Yeah, you did that in January, right? Yes, I thought it was a good time to do it. Yes. Yeah. Um, but one of the things in there I thought was interesting is that alcohol affects your sleep patterns until the 17th day. It stays in your body for up to 17 days. So people are like, oh, I haven't had a drink in three days or I haven't had a drink since last weekend, you know, maybe seven days. It still doesn't matter. It's not until day 17 that you'll start to cleanse enough to have better sleep because of hormones and and the neurotransmitters and, you know, everything that's, so I just love getting our body as clean as possible. Um, Anyway, I know we could talk about this all day. You've been such a pleasure to have on the show. Um, but we, our time is coming to an end. Is there, do you have any last words that you'd like to share? That what you just said, that cleanses can have a variety of different looks to them. And it could just be that you take 30 days of no caffeine, 30 days of no alcohol, and you start there. And then you kind of, from there, continue to see what inspires you. And then one day you'll try only water. And (laughs) I encourage anyone in their lifetime to at least try it once. Yeah, even just one day. Just try the one day and say you did it, you know? Exactly. You got to start exactly. somewhere, right? One foot in front of the other. Um, okay, so Thank you so on. much for having me. Really, thank you yes. so much. It was such I a joy and such face. a great time to talk again. So likewise, the, likewise, Mike. 
this is a, a podcast and all of you, it's now in 80 countries, by the way. When you started with me, I was in, I think, 47. Congratulations. And now it's in over 80 countries. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, but we are doing this for the listeners. We're doing this via Zoom because it, you just get so much energy from people. We have great chemistry anyway, I think, but you have more energy when you can see somebody's eyes. So you guys are all listening to us, but we actually get to see each other. So I see his beautiful background. Yes like right on the beach and has some beautiful like lighting and palm trees blowing in the wind and all nice and tan <laughs> thank you thank you and i like your view as well though so um well, let's we'll... move on to the mantra so every episode i end with a mantra more of kind of a positive affirmation to say to yourself three four five times in a row several times a day throughout the week to just raise your vibration and have something positive to think so I asked Gabe to come up with a mantra today and we kind of played with it together. So I will say it first and then let's say it together three times. So the, yes. today's mantra, and again, it will be in the show notes, is I flow like water, I merge with the river of life. Right? Yes. So let's say that I together. Flow. But let's say it together three times. Okay. Yes. I flow like I water. I flow like water. I merge, I merge with the river, with of, the river life. of life. I flow like I water. I flow like water. I merge, I merge with, the river with the river of life. I, I flow like water. Like water. I, merge I merge with the river, with the river of life. life. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen. And when we all merge together, and that's the beauty of the word namaste. There's only one. One river flows to one ocean. Yes, all the water in the world is connected and we want to flow like water. We want the good to flow through us. We want the bad to flow through us. We want the everything to just flow through us and just merge with the river of life. Exactly. I have a great you. life. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank and you I can't so wait to do it again one day. Thank you so much. And our fans, our listeners, I should say, can find you on Instagram at Gabe Yoga. Yes. And they can also find my podcast, Feed Your Yoga, on any podcast platform. And your website. And my website as well, exactly. So Gabe Yoga, my, you can find my podcast, my, my events. And the studio that I open is called Kanom Yoga. It is in Kanom, southern part of Thailand. Okay. And there's lots of beauties over there as well. So now the listener, it's your job to go seek us out. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I will put a link in the show notes. You can find Gabe there. And as always, I'm your host, Michelle Schoenfeld. Know that you are loved. You are worthy. You were born for a reason. And the world needs your gifts. So until next time, namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this episode of You Lost Me at Namaste. If you liked it or you like this podcast in general, please take a moment and share the love by dropping me a review, giving me a rating, or sharing it with your friends. The more love and light we can spread, the better our world will be. Thank you, and until next time, namaste.